When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. You, no, no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline. And deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Missing archery season yet? Just because it's the off season doesn't mean you have to stop shooting your bow. Speaking of shooting your bow, why not shoot a brand new bow bought at Williams Archery? They just got a brand new shipment from Bear Archery. They also offer Hoyt, PSE, Elite, and many more. For example, they now offer bow fishing, bows, and equipment by Cajun Bow Fishing. Bring your bow inside and shoot 3D starting in April. They also offer hands-on adult lessons every Saturday at 2.30. Give Ron and Linda Williams a call today at 724-667-9660. And remember, practice makes perfect. Welcome to episode 28 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in my basement until it gets warm outside, Charles Hedlund. How you doing today, buddy? Doing great, man. What's going on? Oh, man. We're in the uh, we're in the rack basement all by ourselves today. No guests. That's right. No guests. No just guests. us today. Yeah, man. Ted Nugent canceled for a third time. Ted Nugent time. canceled for like the 15th time. Okay, so. Man, there's another Trump rally, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he just had to make it. Hmm. So, unfortunately, it's just the two of us. But no, it's going to be a good episode. I'm excited for today's episode. We just haven't the done two this. Of us. Yeah, we haven't done this in a little while. <laughs> we haven't. A little BS session. We're going to talk about some pressing matters. No, we're not. We're going <laughs> to We're going to be relevant today. We're going to talk about some shed hunting, some shed hunting stories cuz we got out a couple times. Yep. And then we're going to talk about turkey season preparations turkey as well. Turkey prep, yeah. Which I'm really excited about. Man, I can't wait. Here's the thing. I don't want to jump right into it, but I'm going to jump right into it. All right, you're jumping ahead. I've been watching some videos lately and, you know, you just, you get fired. I don't know how you can't get so fired up just watching like THP, mm-hmm. like the turkey tour or just watching some of the other channels on YouTube, like slaying some turkeys, man. It just makes me want to get out in the woods that much more. I've been watching pretty much nonstop 
Like literally I've been on YouTube nonstop watching every bit of turkey hunting videos I can. Yeah. Because I not here's what's funny. Okay, so basically I've been hunting since I was twelve years old. I think I went out one time, two times when I was young, maybe 14, 15, I shot a Jake with my brother Russ. We doubled up on some birds. And we went out maybe a handful of times other than that. All those years in between, I never turkey hunted. I don't know why. I never got the bug. I the, And here's why. I didn't know how to call. That, so yeah, I was afraid to go out by myself without knowing how to call. So finally, I said, screw this. I put a mouth call in. I just kept practicing, practicing, practicing. And I think it was only two years ago now that I started getting okay with the mouth call. Last year was a lot better. Yeah. Hopefully this year it was going to be just as just as good as last year. Oh yeah. But I wasn't bit by the bug. So finally, 2 3 years ago, really I got started with my good friend Bud and his dad Junior. Um we just started hitting the woods. I mean, he invited me out. We'd go out on property behind his house. We'd have an absolute blast, man. We get on birds, never killed them for three years in a row now. So this is actually a little longer back, I guess, than I was thinking. But three years in a row, I went out with them. We never got a bird. I just, we struggle, man. The, the weather was the biggest issue because we were all weekend warriors for the most part. Yep. Every Saturday, I swear, it rained. Can't hunt on Sunday. And it was literally like every Saturday, terrible weather. Like, hey, you going out? No, not this time. So we get out once or twice a year. But they brought it back. They brought the fire back in me for turkeys. Then last year, you and I started going out more. Yep. Uh, started going out with Anthony McCoy. THP did their turkey tour. That Tore you up. Really got me. <laughs> I mean, that, that sent me over the top. And we dove in last year full force. And that's the most birds I've ever seen get put down in one season between us and we good. did we did good yeah we did real good and we even had a good fall we killed five turkeys last year yeah that's pretty good for pennsylvania yeah yeah you know. not bad not bad i mean i'm not even watching the videos to like learn anything i'm just watching them because i'm fired up and i want to mm-hmm. get out in the woods and you know i started turkey hunting back when i don't know i was probably like eight years old just wanting to go out and like i'd go out with my grandpa like he didn't even want to go out and like he got me a little push button box call yeah like you just push on a little like dowel rod and it made the noise <laughs> and like we go out and like he set up a blind and stuff and we'd go out and just i didn't even know what i was doing i was pushing the freaking yeah. call you know and it was so much fun and from an early age like i just i really liked going out and doing it and like we never got a bird or anything like that because i was just pushing a button right <laughs> you know right. what i mean i didn't know what i was doing but that's like the first shotgun i ever shot too yeah we went out and like <laughs> grandpa had the over and under 10 gauge <laughs> <laughs> and you were how old shooting that mm. my goodness probably blew you away i was probably eight or nine i yeah. just wanted to shoot it so bad and he's like all right <laughs> like, he wasn't even like just man up and do it you know yeah, what I mean? he was just yeah. like all right if you really want to shoot it, right. it it tore me up but you know it, it's from that early age i just really liked turkey hunting and then yeah well i, I always got in with shotguns i was always in big time like small game mm-hmm. rabbit hunting squirrel hunting when i was Probably 12, 13, 14. We did that a lot. And then it went rabbit. I mean, and that was, I think the most, uh, the biggest reason was because my dad didn't do a lot of turkey hunting either. Mm -hmm. Russ did a lot of turkey hunting. I mean, Russ was, uh, he was always out there turkey hunting. That's when I went, it was with him. You know, if I didn't get a chance to go with him, I didn't go. 
Yeah. And that was it at an early age. But my dad never really went turkey hunting or did that whenever I was growing up. At least I don't remember it if he did. Yeah. You know, I know he used to turkey hunt and he loved to turkey shoots and everything like that with his old, the doctor. The doctor. The doctor. The longest <laughs> barreled 12 gauge he'd ever seen. And this thing's just, it could shoot the eye out of a turkey at 50 yards. That's so decent. Know? It had such a good group to it, but. He loved doing that kind of stuff, and then I don't know, I don't know what happened. But like I said, I mean, Russ and I would go out every once in a while. We went up to the forest the one year and just walked. We just walked all day long, calling. Never yeah. heard a dang bird. Yeah, not one bird. But um, this this past year watching THP learn it, it taught me a lot about turkey hunting strategy. Oh, yeah. You know, and then going from there and taking everything you learn from podcasts. It, it all goes back to podcasts. You know, in a way. And you start to apply it out there in the field and you see success. It's like, holy shit. Like, why didn't I know this all along? Or yeah. why didn't I do this all along? No, and I'm going to cut you off there. THP, if you're a new turkey hunter and you go on the hunting public and you watch their turkey tour, you will learn so much. They're yeah. so good about teaching you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, and they're going public land. They're going all over the place. So it's not just like. They're turkey hunting in Iowa. Right. They were turkey hunting in Mississippi and Alabama and just all over yep. the place. New and York, Ohio. Nebraska. Just yeah. a whole slew of different places. And, you know, you get a feel for how the different birds and stuff react to things. And it's- right. And and what I like about them the best is they don't just show you their success stories. So unlike a lot of channels where they just show you their kills and you don't ever learn a lot from that because, yeah, they were successful. They teach you on their failures, too. Oh, big time. You know, a lot of videos, they don't kill anything. And we talked about that with Zach when we had him on with the deer tour, but the turkey tour was the same way. And that's where it all really started with those guys. And I think why I like them so much was from the turkey tour. Yeah. Because a lot of their videos, they're just teaching you. Yeah. The whole time. time. Big you time. Know? Yeah. Uh, there's some tips in there, like scratching the leaves. Yeah. How many people around here scratching the leaves? I never knew that before that. I've never seen anybody never do it. I've never heard it. of it. Yeah. I've never even thought of that as a tactic. I was always sit still. Yep. You know. Be quiet. Sit still. You know, mm-hmm. call and, and this and that. And when they started doing that and they called in the one bird literally just scratching, they never used the mouth call once. And they killed this big mature tom. Yep. I blew my mind. Yeah. Just hen noises, man. Yeah. That's not even, all. Not even just them scratching or purring yep. or anything. Just scratching in leaves like they're feeding. And, and they make, it makes a lot of sense. You know, a lot of things they say is you got it. Everybody can go out there and just yelp on a call and call and call. And, and in Pennsylvania and other pressured states where they get their, their butts kicked, you know, it's because everybody's out there doing those kind of techniques of calling. 100%. You know, if you're not on private land where those birds don't see pressure, if you're on public land hunting pressured birds, something like scratching could make the difference. To closing that distance where that instead of that bird hanging up at 60, 70 yards like Big they time. always do. Yeah. That was my other problem when I was younger. You know, I can we never got those close calls. And we would have birds come in, they'd hang up at 60, 70 yards. We had decoys out and everything. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. Yeah. You know, so that I think that's another reason. Like it was fun getting out there. There's nothing better than a turkey gobble. Even then I knew that. You know, when I was young, I yeah. loved that sound. My goodness, loved it. I can take myself right back to them places. Yeah. You know, but. A big thing I would say, too, is like, if you want to get out there and you want to get on birds, take like a Sunday mm-hmm. before the season starts, go out and drive around in the evening, scout some fields and stuff like that. Just drive around with your binoculars and see if you see some turkeys. 
if you get a good idea of where they're roosting, they roost pretty consistently in some areas. Yeah. If you get a pretty good idea of where they're roosting, you're already in the money. You know, that's yeah. just go out and just drive around. Mm-hmm. See what you see. You know, you don't have to go around looking for scratching and stuff like that. Like, that's always a good idea. But yeah, just finding birds in general in the off like season is just mm-hmm. huge. I did that last year. I did that last year because I was all torn up on turkeys. So I went out the week before the season and just, I told you guys, I'm just going to go scout and see if I can find the flock. Yeah. Sure enough, go to the top of the hill, look down the, the ridge, and there's seven, eight birds all feeding through. Just a bunch of hens doing their yep. thing, scratching, feeding. They worked off. I let them go by. And then I went in and I looked at all their sign. They'd been in there eating on that oak ridge. Yep. I mean, they were tearing everything up. Everything was scratched out. And you could tell that, you know, there was an area not far from there, too, where they were roosting. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm putting two and two together. We didn't even hunt that property. Well, we did. We did. And we saw some birds at the top of the hill. Remember that rainstorm came in on us? Oh, geez. Right as yeah. we jumped that. I think it was a Jake. It was hard to tell because we, we go there through. There was two of them. Yeah. We went to the top of this ridge of the field, like way out in the middle of the field. And it's kind of like a Closer to New field. York. Yeah. Not West Virginia. More in between like toward New York. I would say, I would say we're probably more like, I don't know. I would say more West Virginia than New York. Mm. I don't know. That's a tough call. Central. Right on the panhandle. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, the top of that hill is, like, it's literally, you're on the top of the hill, so it's a little, like, bevel. And we're coming up one side to get to the top to kind of look the other side. And at this point, we had already walked quite a ways. We oh, were, yeah. We were kind of just not really in it at that point too seriously. That, but, well, here's the thing. Let me Let me take a step back. That day, I didn't get, like, a wink of sleep that night. Mm-hmm. So I was running on fumes to, from the get-go. Drank a couple cups of coffee. I was trying to like stay in yeah. the game. We hit probably five spots that day. We really hammered it. That right, day. and that was the last spot. That was the last spot. Yeah. And you know, it's so a we were hike worn to get out. There, we were worn out. Yeah, we were there. I mean, hour before daylight, we were in our spot, ready to go. You know, we sat all morning. We we hiked it all over the place, and then then we climb up a mountain, basically, <laughs> basically a freaking mountain, a yeah. mile all the way back in. And we can see this giant storm rolling in. We're like, all right, let's just hurry up and go look because we got to get the heck out of here. And as soon as we get to the top, we're even standing there like, oh, nothing. And three birds come right up out of the woods, yep. right into that field and see we're us right, right out. We see the open, them. We're like, oh, there's some birds. And they just fly <laughs> off over the hillside. We're like, eh, okay. And then we got poured on. Yeah, it torrential. poured. Unbelievable. But we boogied out of there. We had about... 38,422 texts on us. <laughs> that seems to be the story just anywhere. We'll yeah. get we'll get into that cuz I don't think I covered that quite yet in on the podcast, but uh while we're on the turkey subject and and roosting, you said something that caught my ear there. One good thing that we have in, in plan today, we're going to do our own mini turkey tour, not really. We're just going to we're planning on hunting some Ohio turkey this year. Yeah, we're going to hit a couple states. We're gonna try to hit maybe, maybe even West Virginia, since we're we're so close. We're right on the border there. <laughs> probably won't go up into New York. Yeah, probably not New York. <laughs> but possibly West Virginia, maybe uh, definitely Ohio, because we have the Ohio license. We just have to pay the extra twenty nine dollars into a turkey tag. Yep. And you can kill two birds in Ohio. You can. You can in Pennsylvania too. If yes. you get the special regulation turkey permit before the season before starts. the season starts, that is. Cl- that is key. That is key. You can't go out 
and kill a bird and then go get another tag. You have to get yeah. it before. Which, that always seems to me like a bad juju thing. I'll tell you what. When yeah. I found out about it, I was amped up. I killed a big bird the year before. <laughs> or the first like, day, right? The uh, First Monday. First Monday. The first Monday after the season started. And the next year, I was like, you know what? I got on a ton of birds last year because I was putting Anthony on birds right. all the time. And like... I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get two tags this year. And Anthony was like, yeah, I've never killed a bird, but I'm going to get a couple tags too. And I was like, dude, dude, we're going to kill so many birds. And we went out and we both got freaking those extra tags. Skunked. We could get four turkey tags. We got so freaking skunked that year. It was ridiculous. We couldn't get on birds. The weather was terrible all year. I feel like if the weather yeah. was good, we'd have got on birds. That was a year. To, it just literally, like I said, it rained. It was like monsoon season. And it rained. I couldn't believe it. Like, we just never got on birds. Like, yeah. we saw a couple birds every once in a while, but, like, mm-hmm. never were in the game with it. And I was yeah. just so mad, and I felt like it was a juju thing. Yeah, like, it's like April time. showers brought May showers. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then June showers. and So, but, okay, so... Yeah, so I don't like that. I, I might do it this year, but I'm not going to talk about it. Correct. I may just sneak in there and buy that second one last second. But the thing that's telling me not to is we want to start filming our hunts as well. We're going to film a lot of our turkey hunts this year. We're going to get into it. Yeah. So if I do feel a tag, I, I kind of want to film a lot more. And I, I don't feel like we could feel all three of our tags to have an opportunity to go back and do more hunting. Right. But then there's always the opportunity to double up. Always the opportunity so, to you know what up. I mean? You get in a good situation, pass off a gun real quick or something. Right. I yeah. mean, we both have guns. If yeah, I have a, if yeah, I have if a you tag. that way, yeah. So I may. But going back, Ohio. So the Ohio early season comes in down in the south on April 22nd. It does. We've been hunting southern Ohio and deer season the past three out of four years. Right. So I've been seeing a lot of turkeys down there in the fall. The benefit is I've been seeing where turkeys roost as well. That's a good thing. That's also a good thing. So I already have like two or three key spots picked out that I think are going to be killer in the spring. I mean killer. That if I feel like if we did that, it'd be a one weekend. Sort yeah, of thing. we'd go down and hunt the southern zone one time, and then mm-hmm. after that, hunt turkeys here on sat on Saturdays, and then well, here's the problem: over to Ohio on Sundays and try and hunt some of the northern zones yeah. and stuff like that. So here's the only problem with that: April twenty second is the Monday after Easter. I probably have to work. I'm sure you have to work. I don't have to work Saturdays. It's Monday. Oh, it's Monday. Season starts on a Monday. Oh, I have to work for sure. That's what I'm saying. 100% I have to work. It's April 22nd is a Monday. Our season comes in April 27th. Right. That Saturday. That Saturday. So that first Sunday, maybe? That's what I'm thinking, maybe. But, but it depends. But it's a trip to get down there because the northern portion doesn't come until the 29th, which is also a Monday. Ew. Yeah. It, it's weird. It's I mean... It's kind of like our rifle season, but it's turkey season for them. Interesting. Comes in on a Monday. So really, no one's probably going to be hunting very much that opening day. That's what I'm thinking. That opening Saturday is going to be a madhouse. Right. That Sunday, maybe, maybe not. Depends. Uh, I don't, yeah. The Saturday is going to be bad. I've never been down there for turkey season, obviously. I mean, there's a little bit, quite a bit of pressure in, in, uh, not rifle, in bow season down there for deer, but... There's also a lot of big deer down there. Well, that, that too. So it helps. But I have, I was on Onyx today and I pinned two or three spots where I remember exactly where 
birds were roost. I mean, I was look, walking in, scouting for a spot to set up in the morning and jumping birds out of the roost. Right. So I know where they were roosting. I watched them go up in the roost in this nice, there's a part, there's a creek bottom with three ridges that funnel down into one spot, into a nice creek bottom. And there's a giant thicket on the other side. Then there's a big river. Dude, that spot's going to be primo. And the birds were roosting. They were coming off that top ridge, flying in, roosting right over top of that creek bottom. But it's easy access in. You can get right underneath them and just go from there. Well, I think, too, like, let's say we wanted to go down on that first Saturday of it or, or whatnot. Or first Sunday. It'd have to be the first Sunday. It'd have to be the first Sunday, yeah. Which isn't bad. Okay, so because our first Saturday goes in, we're only we can only hunt till noon, right? Yeah. The first two weeks weeks, of the season, you can only hunt till noon. The whole day. We can hunt PA the first day, the twenty seventh, till noon. Pack our stuff up that evening or afternoon and head down there, get a campsite for the night, camp overnight, hunt Sunday. And then drive and drive back. That'd be a busy weekend, but might be able to yeah, do it. Yeah, but it'd be fun. It would be really fun. It'd be a lot of fun. You know what, too? Even not even hunt public, even if you didn't want to hunt public while you're driving down there. I mean, even around that area, go and knock mm-hmm. on some doors. Be like, hey, can I turkey on your property? There's that farm I told you about not not too far. It's about halfway. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you and Joe were all, yeah. talking about it. We were yeah. talking about it for deer, but we could always ask them for turkey permission, too. Yeah. Well, we'll see Farmers typically don't care. No. And a lot of farm, I don't think they care about turkeys either. No. You know, I no. mean, what get an end for when it comes down to deer season. Exactly. There you go. I've Even been here if, before. I respected mm-hmm. you. I picked up your trash, all that kind of shit, yeah. you know. So that's what I was thinking. But yeah, we're going to do some hunting this year for turkeys. We're yeah. going to go. We're going to try Ohio for sure. We're going to obviously hit PA. Um, if we get crazy, we may go down to West Virginia. I'd have to look into what the tag for that is. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. It may be. Yeah. Maybe worth it, but. Other than that, I mean, uh, turkey season plans. What else you got, man? I'm excited. Ah, oh, man, I'm just I'm gonna do what I always do. Depending on Ferletta's schedule, I know yeah. usually I go out during the week a lot. Right. I go out probably two or three mm-hmm. mornings at least. Yeah, right before I, work, I go out and I hunt for an hour or two, and then, well, not maybe not even an hour or two. I usually go and do one sit in the morning. And mm-hmm. If I don't get on birds, I go back to work. You know what I mean? But I'm going to do that a lot this year. If he's not doing it, I'm just going to go solo. Yeah. Done that a bunch in the past. But First day, I'd probably go, I'm, I'd probably go out with uh, Budden Jr. again. Yeah, yeah. Those, no, I'm going to go out and try and just hammer a yeah. bunch of places first day. We've kind of made that kind of our tradition. First yeah, absolutely. day, first absolutely. morning. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that got me back into it. So. There you go. Um, I like yeah. traditions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's it's a fun one. We have a blast. Like <laughs> I, I said, we it. don't even kill birds. Last year was the first time I killed a bird with them. You did. I killed that bearded hen. In Old the, Henny. In the first morning. I was pumped. Getting that hen dog. Oh, getting ooh. that hen dog. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Steve. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> From working class bow hunter, that hen dog. Oh, that hen dog. <laughs> She, Good stuff. Hey, she was rocking a decent beard. She so. was. Yeah. I mounted uh, that turkey for you. Yes, you did. Yeah. Turned well, out good too. It was it's beautiful. It's up on my wall right now. Oh boy. It's got the nice fan laid out. It's got the beard, a yeah. little dwindling beard, and then it's got its some legs with no spurs. Little legs and no spurs, <laughs> which is the coolest thing. People probably look at that every time they come to my house and think, What kind of turkey is that? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no spurs, no Lieutenant spurs. Dan. <laughs> you ain't got no spurs. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Ice cream. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, so we went out of order there a little bit, but we, we did. Were, we got on the turkey subject. I got excited it. for a second. I'm sorry. Yeah. We had a run with it, and I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. I understand. I get fired up. It's you know, it's a bug. 
It is a bug. Speaking of bugs. <laughs> shed hunting. Shed hunting. I want to cut you off real quick. Back on the turkey season thing. Ooh, okay. Coming up, I'm not going to really talk about it a whole lot now, but we, we, have, we have an exciting announcement coming. We will let you know very soon what it is, but yep. I think you guys will like it. It's really exciting. Yeah, it could possibly be announced next week. Ted Nugent is coming on to talk about turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a full sponsorship by uh, Mike Pentecost down there. Um, that is not true. <laughs> anyway. He's giving us all the Woodhaven calls for, for free. For free. <laughs> a little free fitty. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, me too. God, I wish. That's all right. So we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there next week. Uh, just expect more turkey talk and maybe a turkey guest next week as well. Maybe. So I like it. But for now, shed hunting. Shed hunting. I would like to make a public service announcement. <laughs> this weekend is shed rally. Yes, it is. Hosted by Whitetail Properties. Wait, what the hell is Shed Rally? Shed Rally is something very exciting. And I'm very excited for it. <laughs> yeah, I actually, participated you, in it last year. Okay, you did too. Yeah. Last year was the first year I ever knew the existence of Shed Rally. Yeah. So feel me, because I've only been looking for sheds literally for two years. That's with you. <laughs> That's all right. I That's the only it. time I go out and look for sheds. Yeah, so, man. Why don't you tell the people what Shed Rally is? So Shed Rally is a, it's an event. It happens. It's across the entire United States. Basically, what it is, Whitetail Properties wants you to get out. They want you to walk around. They want you to find sheds. It's like a giant shed hunting mm -hmm. party, but you're by yourself or with your friends. You're not with... <laughs> well, a lot of people even have taken it to the next level, and they've done like tournaments and stuff, oh, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like yeah, kid events and everything yep. else. Yeah, big time. So it, it's gotten pretty big. It, it's enormous. Yeah. But the essence of it, you go out, you do shed hunting with your buddies or by yourself or whatever you want to do. And you take a picture while you're out there. If you find a shed, you take a picture of it, post it somewhere, and you hashtag it, hashtag shed rally. Mm -hmm. The thing about that is Whitetail Properties will go on, and there's a ton of sponsors to it. I mean, there's usually like Sitka Gear and yeah. uh, all kinds of different companies. And they will draw just random pictures that are hashtag shed rally from that year. And they give away crazy prize packs. Like they might give you a whole scent lock system. Mm -hmm. They might give you... And I mean, it's just, it, it's crazy. They give away tons of prizes, like thousands and thousands of dollars worth of prizes they give away every year. And all just, you have to do is hashtag shed rally. Hashtag shed Take rally. Take a picture and just of you out there in the woods. Having fun with your buddies. You don't yeah. have to find sheds to be a participant in it. Just mm -hmm. go out and do it. Post go a walk ton of around, pictures. get some exercise, find some sheds if you're lucky and do a little scouting. It's fun. It's one thing I have not done yet is found my first shed. So I've been looking hard this year. Uh, we'll help you. We'll find one. But, uh. Well, I'll get there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I've been one. with people when they found sheds. I've been with you. You found two sheds when I was with yeah, you. Yeah. Literally a step in front of me the one time. <laughs> you were right <laughs> on top prick. of me the one time. I almost stepped right on it. It was crunchy that day and I was trying yeah. to walk real nice and quiet and I almost stepped right on it. I looked down and I was like, oh, that's a nice shed. <laughs> I would have probably stepped right over it anyways. That's all right. <laughs> See, I'm always looking up or out. I'm looking for deer. I'm looking for trees. I'm looking for spots to set up my tree stand. And that was my problem even last year when I was shed hunting. I'm always looking. I'm scouting for deer. That's what happens So here's to what me. I got to do. I got to stop looking for sheds where I hunt. If I do that, then I'll stop scouting while I'm shed hunting. Agreed. And so far this year, that's worked out for me. I haven't found anything, but I've found that I am getting myself 
better opportunity to find a shed. Right. I'm just not looking at the best places, you know, but. Well, I, all right. So I don't want to say mistake number one. I have, listen, I'm not king shed hunter. I've found some sheds. <laughs> haven't found a bunch of sheds. Never found an enormous shed. I've found some big ones, but nothing crazy. Okay. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. I don't, I'm not the know it all shed guy, but the sheds that I have found have been most of the time, not when I'm shed hunting. Yeah. Usually when I'm just like rabbit hunting or something like that, stumble upon him. But one thing I like to point out, if you've ever found a shed, it's typically where the deer are this time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be on a cornfield edge. It might be, shit, I don't know, in a bedding area or something. Just basically any time that I've found a shed, it's it's been in a spot where I wasn't expecting it. Every time I haven't found a shed is where I think that they are. Yeah. If that makes any sense at all. Right. So if you're driving around and you're driving to work like you have been lately and you've mm-hmm. been seeing all kind of deer, great place to go shed hunting right off the right. bat. You know right. the deer are there. Most of my hunting spots right now, I'd love to go shed hunting and I'm going to go <laughs> shed hunting there. Probably not going to find any sheds because the deer yeah. aren't really there this right. time of year. Right. It just is what it is. Yeah. So rule number one, go to food sources this mm-hmm. time of year. If, you, if you've if you seen a cornfield that has, hasn't been picked yet this year. Oh boy. You which which be- was big. Yeah, you better be going through every single row. You better row. be walking them rows, man. Or you know where there was a bean field where yeah. it got harvested late and there was a bunch of waste on the ground. Go check those spots out, man. Yeah. It's just food is, is key this time of year. That's where they're, all the deer are concentrated. And they're also bedding close to food as they're well. They're bedding close to food, yeah. Walk those wood yeah. lots. Watch, walk those the transitions along the yep. field rows and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's just it's where I've found a majority of the sheds and stuff like that have been on like wind rows and things like that. Yeah. So, one spot then we should probably hit is where Joe was seeing 23 deer precisely. out field. Precisely. We should probably go hit that spot for sure this weekend. Definitely. Definitely. So that same mile hike up the mountain, but... <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> that's going to be exciting. But I, I think that, I mean, gives us a pretty good chance. I don't think anybody else is walking up that mountain looking for sheds. Absolutely. So, that is a good start. That is a good start. The other problem is a lot of my properties that I hunt, they aren't close to where I live and I don't drive past them. So I don't know if deer are there, but when I go to those places, typically it's like, I don't see the deer sign there like I do in the fall a lot of times. Now, one property you think would be great, it's a farm property, you know, but he harvests his corn clean and early, you know, and then he even cuts down the corn stubble even more. So. I don't think there's a lot of spillage there. And if what there is spillage, they I think all the deer, and you know, they, they've already pretty much they sucked that up. Yeah, but the deer out there, typically, there, there's places for them to browse and everything out mm-hmm. there. But, I mean, I've never found a shed out there. No. And but we went out there last year and we went out there frozen last year. solid. Did some serious scouting out there last year. This, we did. Obviously year, paid off. It paid off this year big time, yeah. but So I guess I would rather kill a, a deer with two real antlers on his head and then find one on the ground. So, <laughs> let's <laughs> call that. Fun too. That's yeah, let, fun too. Let's call that one a success. I agree. Agreed. You know, I mean, heck, you you killed one there too. I did. Two big old live antlers on its head. Two Probably big old mean live antlers. more to you than any shed you ever found. I I just happened to take a, a guess at that one. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I go on properties like that and I, I feel I'm better myself by scouting but just happen to be looking for sheds while yeah. i'm scouting yeah you know but when i go on properties like so so i've already been out quite a few times this year you went out a few times yeah i've yeah. only gone out once actually shed hunting me and you and anthony went out once yep 
Anthony and I went out twice. Twice. Other than that time. Right. First time we went out, public game lands, close to home. Yeah. Property that, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Property that I've been on, pretty familiar with. We searched that pretty well. So actually, I'm, I'm actually, I misspoke. We, we've been, I've been out four times. Ooh. I've hit two public game lands this year. So the first one, Anthony and I went out. Found a ton of good signs. There were still acorns on the ground. That's all I mean, they were tearing it up. There was feed source everywhere. Food source. Okay, so now I'm seeing food source. It's on the back side of this field. Field's just a high grassy field. No no real source of protein to them or anything. So in the back end is a little flat of oaks with some acorns. They were eating the acorns. So we go down around this little knob and I start I found a really good big bed with hair in it. Ooh. Beautiful. And then big old buck clump turds. Okay. Just I'm calling them buck clump. I, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's right or wrong. I've heard both sides of the story. Big old clumps of poop. I think that's buck sign. I don't know for sure. So from what I understand, <sighs> I'm not a scientist. Yeah. I don't do none of that fancy book learning. <laughs> but why it clumps up like that so bad and it's typically a buck is because of the high testosterone that they See, have. That's what I've heard. That That's what I've heard. I and don't know I've if it's correct or not. But other people saying it's based on their food source. It's possible, but I've never seen but here's, poo that's been in a big old right. clump. And here's what I don't understand. If it's the food source, then wouldn't every deer that dropped in that area all be clumpy? You'd think there'd be clumps all Why over Why would there be pellets? The place. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're all eating the same food I don't source. Think that's right. They're out in the middle of the same cornfield eating right. corn. Yeah. The other thing is they say mostly that I think that comes from your grains and stuff like that is when you get the big clumps is from the grainy type food. Uh-huh. I thought that's what I've heard. But this area where I've seen them, there's no grain anywhere near I don't that think area. That's there's right. no field, nothing. Yeah. That's what I've heard from whatever right. source, reliable or not. I've just heard that come up in in my study of buck or not. Simatologist. Yeah. So <laughs> but we found that big bed and we were finding giant clumps all over this hillside. Yeah. So uh, we figured there was at least a buck in that area. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Now, whether he dropped or not, because this was pretty early, I don't know. Yeah. So we didn't find anything there. I did find the most ticks I've ever had on me, ever, in one walk. Now, we only traveled maybe not even two miles, but we went through some pretty nasty stuff. I pulled off me, and this is not an exaggeration, over two dozen ticks. That's gross. Yeah. It was literally <laughs> like everywhere I looked, there was a three or four ticks in one spot. Everywhere I looked, I'm just pulling them off me, pulling them off me, pulling them out of my shirt. Like it, it was insane. They were on my gloves. They were literally all over me. Oh, dude. That just, I hate ticks, number <sighs> one. And I'm crawling right now. And I then, feel like there's ticks <laughs> on me right now. Just talking about it. I think I see one right on your Oh, shirt. you get out of here. <laughs> but then Anthony pulled off him as well, probably eight, nine. 10. That's incredible. So there was close to, if not more than three dozen ticks on the two of us. So whoever walks through that little trail where we pulled them all off of, God bless you. <laughs> Moral of the story, people, go out there, go to Walmart, go on mm-hmm. Amazon something, buy some Sawyer's. It, Sawyer's is the only brand that I can think of, but buy some Promethrin. I had a whole bottle at home I haven't used yet. First thing I did when I got yeah. home, hung those pants up. On the door in my garage, sprayed them all down, and sure enough, I found two ticks dead 
at the bottom of the right below where my pants were hanging I was, well, after you sprayed it after i sprayed them yeah. the next day i came through and used a flashlight to see if i'd see any live ones yeah there were two fried up dead good right on the ground so that stuff works Promethor really does a number on them you know don't i wouldn't put it on your skin or anything like that no, Even if no, you just no, wanted to be that. sparing with it just spray it at the bottom like the cuffs of your mm-hmm. pants and stuff like that but and you're not even supposed to spray it on your clothes while wearing it yeah like that's directly on the lab- yeah, label just spray it on hang them up and spray it on hang them up dry. spray them up let them dry you can even wash them you can put them through so many washes and it doesn't go away I'd which is really cool yeah so those are my designated scouting pants and i've been wearing them ever since and i haven't seen one tick on me that's a so, beautiful thing oh thank the lord yeah so that time was unsuccessful but we did hit another public game lands near here another time found a bunch of cool stuff uh i've never been on those game lands before so to me it was brand new i found potential buck bedding inside a swamp on a finger interesting that could be an overlooked easy access point you said swamp it's a swamp i know exactly where well no different game lands these you said uh, i ain't giving them up different game lands (laughs) these are not the ones that we went to when i got all the ticks no okay the other game lands i was thinking you've been on them a lot i have yes Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Okay. So there's a little finger that goes out that was dry still, mind you. Interested. A couple weeks ago. And there was some good trails. And there's a little oak flat out on that finger. So I will be throwing some sits at that spot. I like that. This season, especially early season, to see what's in there. Yeah. Again, another spot where there's there's decent thermal cover. We didn't find any sheds. It was still early. I told Anthony, I said, when it gets really, really cold, wait till that cold spell breaks and we're getting back in there, yep. which it's really cold right now. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cold out, yeah. And I've been seeing the most deer movement right now driving to work on these really cold days. I saw probably two, three dozen deer yesterday Ooh, when it was real cold. That's yeah. a good sign. And it was snowing a little bit. There was deer everywhere, man. Let's get everywhere. in there. So they're out. I haven't seen any antlers recently either. Been seeing a lot of deer, no antlers. Um, so I know that spot's one I want to go back to and check. That's a good I sign. I think it could be a good thermal area. Yeah. Um, and a food source, I'm not sure about that. That's the issue. They're eating something if they're there, whether it be browse and there's plenty of browse. And yeah. They're not it's all really... woody browse though. Hey, you never know. There could be something in there that they're yeah. eating on. I mean, we, the one spot that we were scouting earlier, I mean, there was a little bit of browse and it wasn't as much as I expected, but there was horsetail, that horsetail grass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be hitting something they, like that. There might be just a hidden food stuff. source in there somewhere that they're just really hammering on. Like you said, you found an oak flat that still had acorns all over the yeah. place. Yeah. There might be a pile of acorns in there that they're eating and they're just coming out. Mm-hmm. Never know. Never know. There's a spot that I want to check that had a pile of acorns this year that I'd be interested in thinking that there's probably still something there. Oh, absolutely. We need to hit those spots. Those, yeah. a- those oak flats that I never thought about because they're in the wide open. Those could be good. Big the time. ones that got the big crop this year, because there were some that didn't, and there were some like like where we were hunting. Oh yeah, holy crap! Oh, it was raining on that, you. Yeah, you could literally trip on. It was like walking on marbles. Yeah, literally. You know, I think those are spots we should definitely focus on. Yeah. And it's about that time. I'm ready. I'm ready to get out this weekend. I am too. Because we've been out. Like I said, those two times you 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 Anthony and I went out that day. It was miserable. Probably 90 mile per hour winds. I mean. In all reality, it was, what, 40, 50-mile-per-hour winds 
for two days straight. Yeah, it was it was a high wind advisory, so we didn't go hit the timber because mm-hmm. I'd be horrified to walk the timber with with the wind blowing that bad. You get killed by a freaking yes. widowmaker hanging somewhere, and trees, trees falling are falling everywhere. all over the place. Power was going out, but mm-hmm. I really wanted to go. It was the first weekend I really had time, so we went and walked a couple field edges and walked some different places where we could Froze. stay out of the timber. Froze to death. <laughs> wind was blown. It was snowing. My freaking sunglasses got covered with snow because it was just snowing so hard. Like yeah. it was, it was pretty miserable. We didn't find any sheds, but we found some good sign. We did. Again, um, it goes yeah. back to one of them spots we were looking that we hunt. That we hunt sparingly. That was the first spot, though, out of all four. That was the only spot that I went to this year that I actually hunt. Yeah, I wanted to hit that spot because of now the other some other stuff two that I out saw of this year. Three, I may be hunting next year now. That's always a good thing, man. Because I saw really good, promising stuff. Yeah. You got to be careful, though. This time of year when you're doing your scouting. Right. It could be late season sign. Mm-hmm. It could be simply, I mean, it could be rut sign still. You know, you got to kind of just base it off of your best judgment. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people go out this time of year and they find some crazy sign and they're like, this is where I'm going to hunt mm-hmm. next year and they don't see a deer. Right. You know, that, that, that can be dangerous. But getting back onto the shed topic... One thing I wanted to talk about real quick was some spots that I want to hit this weekend. Okay. So, in general, I found them because I found sheds, stumbled on sheds. Right. So, one that I can think of, and it's a good spot, I found almost two sheds there, actually, um, is a fence crossing. Yep. Where they were jumping the fence there, and just that little bit of jar, it's kind of one of those... This is going to sound really generic. There's there's like the couple of topics that you hear all the time, like go to fence crossings and mm-hmm. go to creek crossings and check up food sources. Like we're being kind of right. redundant on that. But there's one spot that I've consistently found a couple of sheds where they're jumping a fence. And it's just a really good spot. Another spot, stumbled on a shed this year, the one we were talking about earlier. There's an opening in the fence where they kind of uh-huh. have to squeeze through a fence. And that deer squeezed through that fence, popped an antler right off. It's like a, literally a natural shed trap yeah literally which yeah. is kind of intriguing kind of intriguing yeah. yeah we definitely should hit that yeah that that's all i'm saying there was also <laughs> there were also some oaks in that area there were um plenty of browse yeah so it could definitely be there um yeah i i agree anywhere where you know there's something that has to either make them make a move that jars yeah for them to fall off or Something that's going to naturally hit their antlers and right. knock them off. So really thick areas. Yep. Uh, we were talking about standing cornfields. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, if you're running your antlers through corn rows. Yeah. The, it's going to get on, that, That's one of the best ways to knock antlers Absolutely. off the head. The one shed that I found last year when we were shed hunting, I was walking through like a little thicket, little saplings, man, mm-hmm. just just littered with these little saplings. I mean, they were probably, shoot, I don't know, eight, nine inches apart, a foot in some places, just littered with them. And I was just kind of squirming my way through them, and there was a shed just laying right in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. So it was obviously just scooting through one of those deer trails, just knocked it right off. It right. Just, it's not a good place. I mean, I don't know. I just think about stuff like that. That's all. No, I, I agree. I mean, I like, I like to walk, like, transitions or field edges, yeah. areas where – they, there's a really good trail coming in and out of the field that's not wide open. Again, a spot where they may have to squeeze through and there's a couple vines hanging there or, you know, a, a couple rose bushes that they have to kind of wiggle through. Yep. Something like that, that you know they're going out into that field and they're going to be feeding and, you know, either the, the shed's going to be in that field 
or it'll be on one of those transitions or right in their bed close to the field because yep. that's that's pretty much the only place they're going to go. Absolutely. This time of year when Absolutely. it's this cold. They're not going to move a whole lot. Yeah. And I don't want to harp on it. I'm just I was just throwing out some friendly tips out there. Of for what, sure. Where I've like stumbled across shit. Mm-hmm. It's not even like been out looking for them. I'm going to use that as, as a learning experience for myself in the future. But yeah. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And then the only other spot that I've been out this year is private land that you cannot hunt. And I never thought about this. this is an overlooked spot that I've never thought about in the past. It's literally a couple minutes from my house and it's little, little, little patch. But I've never thought about it. Like I, people don't hunt in there, yeah. but there's deer in there for sure. I can think of another one that's real good. Very similar to where you were yeah. hunting. I should hunting, go. Shed hunting. Yeah, shed hunting. Yeah, I can think of a very similar area that's very large that you're not allowed to hunt, but you're allowed to be on. Yeah, I could go right behind my house probably and look for sheds, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Yeah. We'll <laughs> talk about my spot after. Yeah. Not off air. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll agree. So what's weird is I would have never pegged that place as somewhere I would want to go shed hunting because I've always thought about shed hunting as an excuse to go scout yeah so knowing that i can't hunt this spot kind of kept me out of it but this year i'm thinking i me and me and Ferletta got in there and we were only in there maybe a half an hour and we got snowed out with that bad snowstorm this past weekend yep and i'm like dang it we're gotta get back in there i can't wait like we have to bring you have to come with us for oh, yeah, one we'll like we need the people because it's a big area yeah but you can cover it fast and it's another spot that has a fence row right down the middle of it with a couple crossings through it yep you know, and there's a lot of brushy, thick cover from the bed for thermal cover. For the most part, it's mostly south-facing. It's yeah. a slight slope, but it's all south-facing. So, I mean, we didn't even cover that. South, southeast-facing slopes Yeah, is a really good cover. spot because... That's one of those generic things that you always it hear is. stuff like that, too. But it, it is, absolutely. And I'm trying to, like... I'm not cutting you off. I'm just trying to like spitball and think of places like that most people don't think. Like one thing I can think of in particular right now, think of like some parks maybe where you're not allowed to hunt. Yeah. But the deer feel it's safe. Like I can think of two right off the top of my head. I think I now realize what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) parks that you can go to that that you're not allowed to hunt in, that the deer feel safe and during the seasons they get pushed in there and then they realize it's really good habitat. Um, Another thing that I'm thinking of, maybe some college grounds, maybe... They might have like a conservation area where you're not allowed to hunt, but the deer are in there. You can go shed hunt it. You're not hunting it. You can go shed hunt and find some antlers. Or oh, you mean you're taking a a nice little nature walk? Yeah, you're allowed to be in there. <laughs> Absolutely, you're allowed to be in there, but you're not allowed to hunt in there. But hmm. doesn't mean that you don't have to. I can think of two said big ones. Right said off one top of my us head. was an alumni. Yeah, at precisely. One of these that's said that's college one of the ones that I'm thinking of with a said area with a conservation area. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I used Those to have are to good go areas. in there for my art class and and draw like the flowers and stuff. And that's cute. Big, yeah, you know, I I actually do enjoy art. Yeah, but that class was a little bit much. Well, it was cool though, like because <laughs> we were outside a lot. Yeah, no, that's cool. I I dig that. But I also used that time as some scouting time, and I saw a lot of deer sign back I'm there. Just saying, there's areas like that, colleges and things that have conservation areas that's a really or, really good tip that i've probably never i i have obviously never heard before most or outside. people don't think about that kind i of would stuff. have been in those areas precisely yeah. and and it's the best time of year to be out asking permission to do something right on someone else's land shed hunting permission may only ever be shed hunting permission but it or, might get you an in 
it might get you an ant. I mean, that same person shed hunting. What's shed hunting? Yeah. Well, you know, and you explain it is when the deer shed their antlers, and we just like to go in and and collect them. You know who kind loves of shed hunters? Farmers. Farmers. They don't want their tractor tires popped. Right. And you know what? You go and you ask them for permission. They say, "Yeah, absolutely. Get all of them. Bring a trash bag with you mm-hmm. while you're out there. Pick up all the trash yep. that you see. And when you're walking out, be like, "Hey, I picked up some trash." Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. He, he'll say, absolutely, come on back. You know, yeah. you're taking care of his land. You're watching out for him. You're picking up antlers so he doesn't pop his tires. Yeah, make it a point that you, you know, you see him whenever you go. You say hello. You have a short, friendly conversation. When you leave, you know, you're very kind. Always also ask them where to park. That's big. That's a huge point. You know, a lot of people want you parking in certain spots and don't want you parking in certain spots. Yep. So that's huge. Big time. Uh, but shed hunting and asking for permission to shed hunt is huge. And it's something that we don't do enough of. I've never really shed on it, though, either. So I've shed hunted forever, but I've never found a ton of sheds. But yeah, found some. Mm-hmm. So that's a good tip. Yeah. I just Places that, throwing it out there for people. Yeah. I would never have thought about. And light bulbs are literally flashing above my yeah, head. Yeah, you can think of a bunch of them right now. I, I know you I'm can. I'm firing up. I can think of two, well, three really, really uh, good yeah. ones right now that I'm thinking of. So. Just uh, listen to that mold around in your head. I'm sure you'll come up with some spots that you're like, yeah, yeah. no one's in there. Maybe we'll give this episode a week to air so we can get in those <laughs> spots <laughs> yeah, man. before yeah. someone else does. Yeah. Oh, we'll no, hit this week and it'll be all right. If anybody wants to go shed hunting with us, you feel free. Absolutely. Me, you're more than welcome to come out with us. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. The more eyes in the woods, the better. Just there's only one stipulation. If you find a shed... It has to go into the rack shack. Here's no, no, no. All right. That's my stipulation. I want to put something out there that I brought Ooh, up a couple. We of never times. talked about shed hunting rules. Shed hunting rules. Okay, there. It's kind of my my set yeah. of rules for this. If you go out and you're shed hunting with a bunch of buddies, if you bring them to a property that you have permission on, and you all go out and your buddies find a bunch of sheds and they're all excited about it, guess what? Those sheds are mine. <laughs> This was my property. However, typically, especially with someone like you, we go out shed hunt, you find your first shed, it's yours. Most of the time, guess what? I'm going to give it to you anyway. Yeah. But, and, and like I said, with us, it's cool because even we were talking about, I was busting your balls the other day. We were going out to the spot you have permission. I was like, hey, I'm going to get in there. And I start running in front of you guys. I'm going to go find the first shed. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, did you forget the rules? I'm like, nah, I don't forget the rules. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I don't care who finds it because it's going to be in the rack shack. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be in the rack shack <laughs> so. anyway. But, but like I said, but like if I go out and we're on one of your properties, I reciprocate. If I find a shed, it's yours. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to cherry pick on your spot. Who knows? You might have history with that deer and all of a sudden it's my shed. No. Mm-hmm. A lot of other guys do, you know, if you find a shed, it's yours. But if I kill the buck that shed belongs to, you Boom. have to give me the sheds to <laughs> yeah. that buck. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. a really cool role also. And I it's like not that. something you don't have you guys don't yeah. have to this is just like it's kind of fun that way, in my yeah, opinion. It's not really a rule. It's not really a rule. It's just it's kind of like a courtesy thing. Like, guideline. If it's I guess. my spot, don't come there and hunt when I'm not there. Well, that's totally different. Let's, yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of throwing along but, the lines of like that. Like Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like so, I mean, other than that, I don't know what, what kind of, uh, we're looking at pretty decent weather for this weekend. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty decent. Sunday it's going to be sunny, like, yes. which isn't the best, but. No, Saturday looks like sunny, highs of around 46, which is pretty decent. 
Yeah, melt off some of that snow that we have right yeah, now. Yeah, a little Which bit of snow still. It's going to be hard if it doesn't melt, but we'll mm-hmm. see. It should, but then again, we may get a little bit of rain snow on Friday. Yeah. It's supposed to warm up in the 30s on Friday. That might do it. Sunday, it's supposed to rain and be like in the 50s. Yeah, so, so that I don't following know. weekend might be legit. Yeah. But it's been cold, and you know what? If it snow melts, some squirrels are going to be crawling out of them trees looking that's, for some minerals. That's an issue. Your antlers might get chewed up, but that doesn't really bother me anyway. No. No. Biggest shed we ever found. It's all chewed, all chewed up. Biggest one I ever found, the whole front of it's gone. Yeah. I don't even know what that deer would have been, but it would have been <laughs> big. <laughs> yeah. I, I've that, never showed you that shed. I'll show you No. That giant shed we have, we were tracking my spike buck I shot when I was a kid. Yeah, dude. With my bow. It's like, it's like a 200-inch side. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It ain't it's that good. It's a big good. one. It's a big one. It's a yeah. giant Pennsylvania buck, oh, especially yeah. for back then. That was... Anybody would have shot this deer. Let me put it that way. Oh, <laughs> Anybody in any state yeah. would have shot this deer. Shot that deer yeah. I don't care what. I mean, that's a big, big, it's big. It's a big, big freaking shed. Yeah. And I, that was the first deer I ever shot was that little spiky. I was 14, I want to say. First year bow hunting, possibly. 14, 15, something like that. Yeah. I was still, before antler restrictions and stuff, I was able to shoot a spike. Yeah. First buck I shot. And I, uh, we were tracking him. And as we were tracking him, we just happened to come on this little, logging road and there it was right on the edge of a logging road hidden that thing looked like a damn branch yeah uh hashtag branchler hashtag branchler <laughs> <laughs> and russ is like look at this and he pulls this thing up and we're like holy yeah. crap yeah giant one other thing i'd like to put out there since you said branchler branchler a good tip man wear your damn binoculars when you go yeah. out yeah. because there's been so many times that i've been walking and like you're walking across a field or something like that and you're like is that a shed and instead of walking the whole stinking way across the field to figure out that it's just a stick mm-hmm. hashtag branchler branchler pull up your binos and just take a gander real quick and you might say hey that's a shed and just run on over there and grab it it still may be a branchler most of the time <laughs> you look at it and you're like yeah i'm, I'm dumb that's a stick yeah. like you know yeah. That's, but that's when you're looking for like white things that stick out in the woods, there's a lot of branchlers that stick out a lot. And I find myself literally using my binos on things that are 10 yards away just because I don't, I, I mean, I can't tell for sure. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to walk 10 yards. I'm that lazy, but it's like when you, <laughs> but when you do that, okay, so you walk 10 yards over here. Well, now I wanted to go this way, but here's another one 10 yards away. And I walk to that one and then there's another one 20 yards away and I walk to that one. It's like. I could literally in a half a second pull up my binos and go, nope, stick. That's a stick. Yep. Stick. Yeah. Branchler. Stick. Yeah. Stick. Never a shed. Yeah. Never a shed. Yeah. Yeah. This year, maybe. Maybe I'll find one this year. I'm rooting for you, buddy. My dad already found one this year. (laughs) He's just walking for exercise. That's good. That's good. Get out there. That's all I'm saying. Go out this weekend, shed rally. Take a picture with your buddies. Try and find some. Get some exercise. Take Take your your wife. Take your friends. Take your husband. I mean, take whoever you can. Yeah, just go out there, look for some sheds, get some exercise, breathe the fresh air, mm-hmm. enjoy yourself, maybe I'll win some stuff. tell you what, kid. I have, I've been holding this little secret in for a while. Ew. My boy Hank here, okay, he might actually be a shed hunter. My dog. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll he. See. we have this little shed that he chews on 
that yeah. came from wherever. Oh, I know what you're talking this about. This little antler. And he always chews on it. This this one particularly, he has a couple of them that he chews on, was in the backyard. No idea where it was. No clue. He just comes stumbling into the front yard with it the other day. And I'm like, hmm, maybe. Maybe he's got a shot. I had this fake training antler all year long. I've been playing fetch with them. Oh yeah, hide and seek, everything. Now I never did the sense. I never went all that, all that. Out. Like, That's all right, you know. So I don't know if he would know he was actually looking for something. I'll guarantee you though, if he stumbled across one, he would pick it up. That's cool, man. I'll guarantee it. It's just the problem with having a dog and having to deal with a dog while you're trying to walk through the woods and worrying about ticks and everything else. Yeah, that's the only issue. But yeah, he, but, it would be cool. Yeah, maybe he'll find me my first shed. I'd be excited for that. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, I don't even think that's cheating at this point. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, let's wrap this up, man. All right. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any other points that I want to cover. We, we hit it. Really excited for turkey season. Really excited to hunt Ohio for the first time with a turkey tag. I've never hunted Ohio for turkey. I'm excited for that too. Really excited for that just to get out and do some, some Sunday hunting. Yep. Big time. Is going to be really cool. Uh, I'm excited for Shed Rally this weekend. I'm going to be hopefully posting a whole bunch of stuff to the page, my personal page. Yep. You know, you can follow us on our personal pages, by the way. You yeah, know. it doesn't matter to me. But follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. Go Wild, all those Go fun wild. places. You know, if you're out shed hunting this weekend, even if you don't want to just hashtag Shed Rally, hashtag Whitetail Distraction Podcast. We'll go on and we'll take a look. And, you know, if we see... We'll, we'll see you guys, you know, we'll give you a shout out. Just let us know that you're out there. Even if you just want to mm-hmm. shoot us a picture over to our Instagram or something like that, we'll post it. And yep. Hashtag, uh, hashtag the distraction is real. Yeah, the distraction is real. Yeah. We just want to see you guys out there. Have yep. fun. All right. Yeah. I think that's it, man. You know where to find us. Yeah. Send Austin an email. <laughs> you don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it, people. You let me down. <laughs> no, it's all good. We have an exciting line of guests coming up next week, an we exciting announcement. Crazy. Uh, it's going to get really good here over the next month leading into turkey season. So if you guys bear with us through this little filler episode, uh, it's a good topic. It's relevant this time of year, but you know, I understand it's just us. It's not an exciting guest. So, but we do have some coming up. Yes, sir. We have some good urns. We got some good urns. We sure do. I like it. So, all right, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks guys. Thanks everybody for listening. And, uh, that's all I got. The distraction's real. The distraction is real. Let's go.